recording, aren't we? No. I don't know. No. <laughs> swear to God, I hit the button. Hey, did you hit the button? I did now. Wow. Take two. I'm like getting really sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you just wasted five minutes of your life. Hi, we're Diamond Realty Associates. Second time we've gone over this podcast. Um, Real estate update. Did, did you know? know? I'm Erin. I'm joined with Amber. Don. And Trace. What are, we, what are we talking about? <laughs> we're bringing it back to you. We're bringing it back. We're talking about developments. And we're going to take you on a tour of the fargo Mirrorhead area. Today we're going to kind of focus on West Fargo. Specifically because the West Side's a good side and I won't throw game sightings anymore. I'm college. <laughs> I will. West Side. Are going to get shot. <laughs> before we get shot and before we get into this week's, would you lovely ladies recap what you went over last week? Yeah, so we were drunk and we noticed. <laughs> Whoops. It sounded like we were. Since we were talking about random stuff. We were talking about holidays and decorating yes. for the holidays and how not to kill your tree or burn down your house, I think. And how Dawn refuses to decorate. decorate. And I said the easiest way to decorate is to buy a $2.99 rug from Menards, and they are on sale still. Yes, the holidays. and it says happy holidays. Happy holidays. So we figured while you're decorating, maybe you're looking at different neighborhoods you want to be a part of. So we're going to go over different developments in town. Right, and we are looking at the HBA of Fargo-Moorhead. We're on their that. website. So CHA means quality. We nailed it the first time. Nailed it the second. Anyway, um, it's they've got a great map on here that tells you um, snippets of the entire um, Fargo Morbid area. So it will actually tell you if you want to live in the preserve, what is in the preserve, like single family homes, medium density, which would be like a twin home. Higher density residential would be um, apartments or condos. Or how about where is the preserve? It's located between I-94 and 32nd Avenue. Avenue East, west of Veterans. So Maybe right in kind of behind um, Spicy Pie and Flatland Brewery in that area. Mm-hmm. Well, I like that this website, it does. It tells you where's Shadowwood, where's Westview, where's Reserve, where do they start and end. And it has little maps for you to check it out, too. I know. So some people are super familiar with their developments and they know they want to be in the wilds or they know they want to be in Rocking Horse. But even as real estate agents, there's a lot of different developments to keep in mind. So it's kind of nice to be able to see what separates these developments from each other, too. Exactly. And then sometimes even we have a development that's similar named as one in Moorhead or one in Mm. South Fargo. And you're like, which one do you mean? Because I don't remember where they're at. Mm -hmm. There's a lot to know. Like Westview. I don't know where that was. It's yeah, uh, north of 40th Avenue, east and west of Veterans Boulevard, and Cheyenne High School. Nice. Now you <laughs> right. I, yeah, exactly. It's newly opening, though, so Don would not be super familiar with it because it is a newer development for our area. But Phase 1 consists of nearly 50 lots and is located on the west side of 7th Street East. And that is actually where um, the Icos are building their patio homes. Oh. Over there. So if you guys think of that, and then um, there are 55 and older apartments for rent there um it's not actually a an apartment a, like super apartment building um it's only a two-story but it's a nice area too and not a lot of apartments but then really nice houses too and i like this website too so maybe you want pedestrian bikeways or you want to park close to your house like this website talks about you know where it is what phase five what phase it's in and um, the amenities that will be in that development that might interest you mm-hmm. and things yeah. people don't know about west fargo 
was that West Fargo and Fargo used to be seven miles apart. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't know that. <laughs> I know. Did you know that? Don right. said that two minutes ago, but I didn't hit record. <laughs> More captivating the first one. Um, and they don't know that you and I live there, so we're biased. Right. Absolutely. Okay, so you were explaining where the seven miles was. If you think of... When um, Trace realized yeah. we weren't recording. <laughs> so if you think <laughs> of the very first house or first area of West Fargo being built, if you think of um, Stockman Supply on Main Avenue in West Fargo, that was the middle of town. Okay. West Fargo, the beginning of town. Okay, so it's seven miles from there to downtown? Yeah. Holy fuck. Right. So West Fargo was founded in like 1923, I want to say, something like that. But if you look too, and you kind of like, if you look at a, a, our cities around here, they're kind of like a tree and they everything grows around them, the like center. rings. And if you think of houses that are downtown and you know that they were built in the 70s or the 40s, or you know, you can see just the differences as you grow out too, like the different styles of houses. So um, it's not just the styles, but we're also looking at taxes and specials too. That makes a really big difference when absolutely we can see up by Stockman's, those are more affordable houses. They're older, yeah. the specials are lower, but then as soon as we flip down to the south side of interstate, our specials are like through the roof. But absolutely. it's all newer. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's a good comparison of thinking, West Fargo, Fargo back in the day is probably how like West Fargo and Mapleton are. There's a right. nice gap. Which is eight, why miles. Separate. eight miles. Eight, eight miles, miles from West Fargo to Mapleton. Oh my gosh, we are turning into rap stars. <laughs> Please don't quit your day jobs. No, but you think about it too. And um, I know when we went to the school referendum and we talked to the mayor, the new mayor of West Fargo too. Don and I sat and chilled with the new mayor. We did. We kind of like, no. I know. I, know I didn't know who he was. Don had to tell me, but I was like, this guy's friendly. Yes. <laughs> I think he brings a lot of great knowledge of running a business to the city. And I think that he's going to, I know he said he was going to look into specials. You know, it's not going to change overnight. Is it going to go away? Probably not. Um, but being able to explain those to people because West Fargo does have some of the highest ones too. You know who else has really high ones? Where? Like Davies. Oh, oh man, South Fargo. South Fargo. Yikes. Well, and you, yeah, that's another story when we get to Fargo. Right. Because, All right. Yeah. Dial it back. Dial yeah. Back. Totally. It's all right. Totally down. We're gonna okay. save it. But the Wilds, okay, so we have the Wilds. What? Six, seventh, eighth, eight. and ninth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wilds ninth is actually going to be really good for specials. They're going to average around 23000 And that's just because with um, Brooks Harbor and some of those newer places coming up with super high specials, the developers have realized how difficult it is for families to build and to afford those properties. So we see people selling in Brooks Harbor already because their two years are up and those specials are hitting and it's really expensive. Well, we see homes that were on parade last year that are still for sale over in Brooks Harbor because the specials are up in the 50s. 50, it's 000. a beautiful area. I mm -hmm. love the area. But right. you can't afford the specials. So I'm glad the developers are, are mm -hmm. catching on. Mm -hmm. And even in 7th and 8th, they started to make yeah, progress there. Yeah. Well, so yeah. the 9th is really good. Yeah. And what is what they're changing in the 9th, too, is that the actual size of the lots are a little bit smaller. Um, if you think about it, we're going to run out of land at some point. Um, and so we need to have a little bit higher density housing. housing. Yeah, we don't want to sit on top of our neighbors, but it's going to have to happen. Otherwise, we won't continue to grow as a city. So well, and, and there's nothing to knock like 
Donna has a bi-level neighbor. It's a little bit more spacious. My neighbor, I can look literally into their window. But it's an extremely affordable house, and it was a great house for us for first time. So we're Mm -hmm. willing to sacrifice the room on the side of the homes for Mm -hmm. a decent backyard and, you know, like a great master suite, which is what we have. So don't don't necessarily knock the smaller lots. They're a great starting point. Well, if you think about it, too, if you were living in the cities, you probably wouldn't even have a backyard or you wouldn't even have green space. Oh, my my cousin's backyard, and they've been there for almost 30 years now, it's like hardly bigger than our office. Yeah. Like even then they were built built like super close Mm -hmm. together to keep all those properties as close as they could. Well, and another thing about specials is our CEO, he's part of the Home Builders Association, and and he had a good talk a couple weeks ago with us talking about how specials are really scaring off people. Um, And two years ago, the quotes for, you know, the infrastructure, the the um, people were getting it because people were just building so fast and so fast. So they did get a little inflated. So it is good to know they are regulating themselves. Like you said, the builders are starting mm-hmm. to maybe take on a little bit more of that cost to get their home sold. And they HBA does recognize that the specials were high. And, and it's just like the market. They regulate themselves with cost and demand. So and supply and demand. For Brooks Harbor, just thinking about Brooks Harbor, they have those bigger lots and some of them Mm-hmm. are up against the um, diversion so you'll mm-hmm. never have backyard neighbors so that might be an investment now for that privacy and land in the years to come absolutely yeah, definitely absolutely so where do you want to live like eagle run i i'll go to shadowwood you want to go to shadowwood yeah. okay it's goals well, i already live in eagle run so i'll pick Pick, uh, uh, let's see here. I'll pick the wilds. Eagles, Eagle Run is a little bit of everything, though. They yeah. do. I love Eagle Run. They've got apartments, but they're not terribly close. I've got twin homes down the street, but they're nice twin homes. Um, the higher-end homes are a little bit further. We're in more of that middle, modest, first-time home builder, three-level. You've got um, a big park in the area. Yeah, I've got a big park, got a playground, school. walking distance to two schools. Um, once they, park. Once they get rid of uh, Cheyenne's Mess, it's going to be gorgeous. It is. <laughs> Absolutely. And how about how about Westport? Westport is amazing right now because we're full and we were when we actually built, we were one of six houses out there. So So it's really in twelve years to have every single lot gone now, which is kind of cool now watching the wilds come up and walking through there every day. Um it's kind of it's neat to actually see it. But the wilds, the original wilds to the south of us. It's kind of like the new Charleswood, so it is a little more yep. um, high, higher end. You're not seeing any um, twin homes or uh, When we apartments. say higher end, what's the price point we're thinking? Over, over five, yeah, absolutely. So there's some really, like there's a million dollar house out there right now that's beautiful. And if, yeah, I didn't have any money, I don't know. <laughs> I probably wouldn't live there. And there it's going to be bigger lots, bigger more lots. specials, ponds, all those features that like yeah. Shadow Creek will have too to make yeah. those people want to be. And there. Rivers Bend. Rivers yeah. Bend will have those bigger lots, those ponds, lots yeah. of like pedestrian walkways. Um, they've got a really cute park out there. They also have like all that exercise equipment when you're walking along. You oh, can right. And work, out. work out right there. And the houses are all beautiful. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be really nice once it's done. So you start thinking about it, too, and you even think, like, Charleswood. There's still people that want to get into Charleswood. Definitely. And there are – the houses that are in Charleswood are very um, well-crafted, shall we say. Mm-hmm. They pro- Some of them might need updating now because they have been there for quite a while. But mm-hmm. the one thing that some of our neighborhoods that we have in West Fargo that Charleswood has that none of the other ones have are those um, 
higher-end condo associations for the 55 and older or people that don't want stairs and they want to, the snowbirds. Yeah. I don't know what how else to and say. Trees. And trees. <laughs> yeah. trees and trees up in that end of town. Yeah. Another really great thing about Charleswood is so many areas in West Fargo are new and have these huge amount of specials. Charleswood, the specials are paid down. You might be doing upgrades on the inside, but you could really do mm-hmm. some damage with a house and recreate it and have a luxurious neighborhood and a beautiful home in Charleswood. Yeah. If you're okay with, you know, maybe doing the work yourself, you do, you get a steal of a deal because you're not paying the thousands of dollars in specials. Mm-hmm. It Absolutely. would cost way more to recreate a home like that than to build. Mm-hmm. So we can find you a fixer up in Charleswood. Oh, right. Well, and because Charleswood for a long time was where all the model homes were for the parade of homes and stuff too. Back in the day, obviously I've lived here for a really long time. So <laughs> um, I just like to point that out because they were like the builders cream of the crop in there. So everybody wanted to be in Charleswood. And if you got a home in there and it needs updating, who cares? It's got good bones. Mm-hmm. So you said there's condos there. Yeah. What's the difference between our condos and our townhomes? Oh, my God. Pop quiz. With different okay. different podcasts. <laughs> so townhouses are usually more so yep. stacked up next to each other. So you'd have wall neighbors, but not up and down neighbors, like an apartment building. Whereas a right. condo, a lot of the time you're going to have those neighbors above you or neighbors below you. And it'll be more a little bit more of that apartment feel. And then on top of that, too, it depends on what homeowners association, what the guidelines are on that. So, well, that's kind of like a whole other. Absolutely. I think you summed it up well. I was quizzing you. I I failed today because condos, when I think of condos, I always think of apartment buildings Mm -hmm. or like a glorified apartment building. Uh, The townhomes, I feel like the villas at Charleswood are a a townhome. Some of them are twins, but some Mm -hmm. of them are like, five in a row connected. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But they twin homes, you normally have just one shared wall. Yeah. There's townhomes you can have more than one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there's, you know, obviously pros and cons for each of them too. Mm-hmm. And if you want to share a wall, you're going to have lower insurance for some of them too. So, yeah. and maybe even like lower utilities. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you're, yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of those homeowners associations will cover water and garbage and yep. it's all going to vary. Absolutely. Shoveling this time of year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Townhomes, in most sense, well, usually the least thing. Even yeah, if you're in a townhome little association, at least they might at least cover your snow and your lawn. Usually, yeah. I like to mow. It's okay. <laughs> well, you would want a twin home then. Do your own stuff. Do my own stuff. So right now, like with our absorption rates in West Fargo, um, we're seeing what are absorption rates again. Um, they just basically tell us how much inventory we have in the market in each category of price if we were to sell everything that's on the market right now. So averaging over the last year. Averaging over the last year. And good for you to know if you're thinking about selling because it may not sell the next day like it did two years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. Or in the spring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, spring. spring. But we're seeing from 120,000 to 140,000, there's no inventory. Yeah, very, very low. And then you hit your 200 to 250, and you're at six months of inventory. So, which makes it a neutral, neutral market. market. Yes. <laughs> Anything below six months is a buyer's market. Anything above six months is a seller's market. Nailed it. No. Oh, yeah, backwards. backwards then. <laughs> yeah. 
So if it's less than six months, the seller has the advantage. More than six months, the buyer has the advantage. So in the five hundred thousand and over in West Fargo, there are sixteen months. That is a buyer's buyer's market. So the buyers have more to pick and choose from. But that's where all of our more expensive models are going up, and we're seeing things like that. Yes. But so if you think about it too, is that average days on market for things that have sold is eighty-two days. So it's not two days, fourteen days, whatever. Um, the medium sold median sold price in West Fargo is two forty two four hundred, which is actually the highest for our metro area. So yeah, West Fargo does have higher averages, mm-hmm. which is when we did our previous segment on Moorhead versus Fargo. You're going to pay more for a house in Fargo and West Fargo, um, but the taxes are lower. Yeah. So, so what are pros and cons to living in West Fargo, Don? That winter started in October this year. <laughs> That is going to be a con right now. So hopefully it'll end faster than it did last year. It started late last year and ended way late. So We're crossing our fingers here, hoping for it. Because a pro is our cool summers and road construction is broke. Mm -hmm. Isolation. Some people were mentioning that they get stuck up in their house. They get a little bit of that seasonal depression because there's just, it's hard to do stuff when it's really cold out. Go to Fit Element, sit in the sauna. I think that a college town element could be a pro or a con. Right. Mm-hmm. But I like that there's always something to do in the area. Right. Yeah. And I think with the college town, it brings a lot of unique restaurants, breweries, shops. So I, I'm more of the pro side for it being a college element. We get a lot of diverse uh, things to do around here. Absolutely. And that's probably why our unemployment rate is the lowest in the country. It is. And we're also in the top 10 for entrepreneurs. So if you check out our blog, it has all that educated info. population. We, we do. do. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You owe me a six pack of Coke. You can have my empty can. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I don't even drink Coke. But I mean, if you can get past the winters, it really is a great place to live. And of course, we love West Fargo. We do. No flood insurance. No. Nope. In most areas, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Anywhere? No, because that's a diversion. I know, right? Okay. I faced the diversion and watched the lake. I shake hands with the diversion. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know what just happened. I we don't know the either. Diversion. But yeah, but it's nice to be able to find things online that will tell you the areas of town to check out because you can actually look up crime rates. Um, you can check schools. Uh, the West Fargo school system has a fantastic website. Um, they've really worked hard on that. And I think um, the new... What do you call her? Superintendent. Superintendent of schools will do a fantastic job. She's ambitious and really listens to people. Nice. We can add that link and the link to this awesome HVA website that has all of this information to our post with our podcast. So you guys can check it out. And if you want some neat, just snapshot info, Don found a neat website too called bestplaces.net. And we just Googled West Fargo, North Dakota. So the population is about 33,000. The median income's almost uh, 70,000 for median income. Unemployment rate, like she said, 2.2. Oh my gosh, you can't not get a job here. And the average commute time is about 26 minutes since we are kind of more the West Fargo. Yeah. But I live, uh, we both live on Cheyenne. You, You can get anywhere in the city in 30 minutes. Pending traffic on Cheyenne. Pending traffic. And you are in the median age, 33.5. Four. Until February. (laughs) Yeah, I'm about to bust out of that, unfortunately. (laughs) Well, you know what? There are pros about that, too. We only got three out of five stars. 
Yeah, there's, a, well, there's the only lady. one review. Yeah, there's one review. <laughs> Circle Me Bert wasn't super happy about yeah, no, the weather. No, it was the weather. Yeah. But bestplaces.net, neat place to look up. Yep. And I believe that Far- actually West Fargo was like number 10 in best places to live in the country. Oh, yeah. So. Check out our blog. I have the info on there. I'm like, I think it's on there, right? Yeah. What else do we have going on this week? We need to talk about home buyers and holidays and Tasty Tuesday. And Tasty Tuesday. Tasty Tuesday, we went out, but we're giving people another week to guess. And it was delicious. It was a cafe. And I had meatloaf and some fantastic soup. And ah, the meatloaf. And some great pie. Pie. Rhubarb custard pie. Mm. It's the stuff that dreams are made of. It is. I still have it stuck in my head. Why is that good? Well, and then it's going to be when the um, spring creative, or not spring creative homes, but the home and garden show garden, that will yeah. be coming up, you'll hear it over and over again. So it'll be in your head. Yeah. So, um, so another week to guess Tasty Tuesday, our buyer's event coming up next Thursday, home buyer. December 6th. And we're shaking it up. Trace, talk about what's, shaking it up. what's going to be different this time. We're going to do a pop-up vendor show. So we have a bunch of vendors who are coming. We can do like some Christmas shopping, some networking, some eating of food. We'll still have childcare. We'll still have our lender and our inspector there to answer questions. And our insurance guy. And our insurance mm-hmm. guy who is going to make a big speech for us. <laughs> yes, you are. Because um, he loves talking. <laughs> and then we're going to give away... Four tickets? Yep, four tickets for the grand prize, and we'll tell you how you can enter that. On Facebook. On the yeah. And overall, the whole event is going to be a lot more laid back this time, more of a social, mm-hmm. and yeah. then you can sign up for a one-on-one more intense mm-hmm. class, which will be nice. So, yeah, so come on by RSVP so we know how much food and daycare to provide, and we hope to see you next Thursday. Yeah, oh, what time? Trace and I hope to see you next Thursday. These two are like going on vacation. So. Ain't even going to be sad. I'll be in Mexico. <laughs> Don will be somewhere. Somewhere over the rainbow. Trace and I will be. I'm going to see Jason Mraz and sing really loud. Will you sing any really loud? Yes. She's going to serenade you, Jason. I am. Actually, I'm going to ask him if he has any avocados from his avocado farm. That was random. Did you know that? It's no. an avocado farm. <laughs> you know the most random stuff. I said Jason Mraz with one of my set when I was 17. Oh, wow. Also random. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's going to be good. And we're going to Madison, Wisconsin, of all places. You like Wisconsin. I guess. I'm going to get some more cheese. I guess. <laughs> more cheese. All right. Hate to cut you guys off, but we're going on 23 minutes. We okay. are long-winded today. So, so next, check us out next week. RSUV to our group. And we will announce Taste Tuesday win- winner, so please guess where we they were. were. I was there. Yes. Yes. And, uh, oh, wait. Where are we? So What's our contact information? Wait, where can you find me? Find us on Diamond Realty Associates' Facebook page or www.buysellfmhomes.com. <laughs> and as, as always, stay classy, FM. I even got the music. Ooh, it's on. Got any touching your butt.